You're listening to Success Stalkers Radio, episode 78, with CEO of Female Idea Tank, Tammy K. Johnson. What's up, everybody? This is Dre Baldwin, a.k.a. Dre All Day. You are listening to my friend Iona Garrett on Success Stalkers Radio. Work on your game. to the Success Stalker Show with Iona Carey. People all over the globe are rewriting the rules to success. They are making money and changing the world. Join Iona as she interviews today's top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and entertainers that will leave you inspired to take action and achieve success on purpose. So if you're ready, here's your host of the Success Stalker Show, Iona Carey. Hey, hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode of the Success Stalker Show. I'm your host, Iona Garrett, and I am so honored to introduce my featured guest today, the beautiful and the lovely Tammy Kate Johnson. So welcome to the show, Tammy. Thank you so much, Iona. It's awesome to be here. Oh, you are so, so welcome. We really, really appreciate you being here. You know, Tammy, I'm not sure if you know this, but we have a motto here at the Success Stalker Show, and that is until you become successful, stalk those who already are. So can we stalk you today? Exactly. I totally agree. (laughs) I love it. Well, Tammy K. Johnson, her life and business, she's a life and business consultant, speaker, founder of the Female Idea Tank. She's a happy wife and a happy life, cancer survivor, world traveler, and former six-figure fundraiser. She helps people develop practical and easy-to-follow strategies and achieve the success they crave. She does more than talk the talk, she walks the walk. With over 20 years of experience in business and nonprofit settings, she has helped thousands clarify their priorities, increase productivity, and develop successful teams, people, and processes. When she's not working with her clients, you can find her giving back as a board president of One Heart Africa, spending time on social media, or enjoying a trip to the beach with her friends and husband, Michael. So Tammy, take a minute, fill in some of the gaps to that intro and tell us a little bit more about you. Give us a little more insight into you personally. Well, I, like I said, I'm married to Michael and I am a cancer survivor. And part of that is a very interesting story. I was married to Michael about seven years ago. He and I had been really close friends for about two and a half years. And then our relationship just developed over time and we ended up married. But within the first year of our marriage, um, interestingly enough, I had my first negative female checkup ever of my life. And what happened from there is you, I don't know that you have ever had anything like this, but you go and you get your checkup and then they call and they say, oh, some things are a little bit abnormal. So we're going to check again. Well, then when they checked again, they said, you know, we kind of see some things. They kept saying abnormal cells, abnormal cells. And then they ended up uh, recommending that I have a biopsy which was like a full on surgery. Okay. And I came out of the biopsy and they identified that it was cancer in my uh, uterus and my cervix. And it was a really, really aggressive form of cancer. And so they began to test it for, uh, to, to see if it had gone invasive, which would mean it, it went in my skin. Mm-hmm. And um, from there, I ended up having to have an immediate hysterectomy 
And so because of that, my husband and I don't have children. Now, the blessing in that is the way he and I looked at it. You know, of course, we were sad at first when we got the news and it came so fast, almost so fast, we couldn't even process it. You know, um, it it just takes time. It hits you like a, a bus. Oh, sure. And you don't even know what's happening. You don't have time to really think a whole lot or or anything. And so what he and I did is we ended up um, having a full hysterectomy. And we can't have children because of that. But we really feel like that in every challenge, there is a blessing. Yes. And for me, um, when I was born, I actually was born a breech baby. And back in the day, they didn't turn breech babies and, and didn't do C-sections. So from that, uh, my hips were dislocated. And as a young baby, I had to wear eight different casts. I had traction and nothing would work to kind of keep my hips in alignment. And I was actually one of those little babies whose parents took them to a prayer service and my hips were prayed over and they were actually healed. Wow. So I am a miracle because of that. And the interesting thing that ties to me having cancer is my entire life, I I always loved children. I was a babysitter when I was a little girl. Mm -hmm. And I always, you know, just loved nurturing children. But I always had in the back of my mind a little wondering if I could ever carry a baby. Hmm. Because I I know toward the end of a pregnancy, your hips generally kind of dislocate so you can have the baby. And so the way my husband and I feel is that God knew he identified the cancer early. We were able to get everything out. And I've been cancer free for six years now. Praise God. I know. And so the... In the bad, we realized that, A, maybe I could not have carried a baby, and maybe that was God's mercy. On right. My- and the second thing we've done is we've just gotten really busy to be about God's business as it relates to what we can do if we don't have children. Um, there are plenty of people in the world who are amazing parents and have children, and that's their their gifting and their right. in life. But we also believe that because we don't have children, we can do a lot of things that you can't necessarily do when you have children. So we have a very flexible schedule. We look for people who we can bless and nurture and do things for. And so, you know, six years later, we definitely trust and fully believe that this was meant to be for our lives. Yes. Wow. So that's a little bit more in my background, my personal story. I love it. It's such a beautiful story, Tammy. Thank you. Wow. Thank you for for sharing that and being transparent even. I'm sure sure it's going to bless someone because it's blessed me. Oh, good, good, good. I hope it does. I mean, that's the purpose of anything we go through in life. You know, to God says that when we go through trials, it works patience and perseverance, but it also uh, gives us empathy for other people. And, And God has definitely used what I've gone through to encourage other people and bless other people. So, I wouldn't take anything for it at this point. Absolutely. And I I can relate. I truly, truly can. We're going to dive even deeper into your journey because you have such a fascinating story. I can just feel it. uh, (laughs) But first, if you can, Tammy, share with us one of your favorite success quotes and then maybe share with us how it inspired you and how it impacted your your journey. Okay. Um, There is uh, 
a lady named Carrie Wilkerson, who uh, she's online, uh, an online personality. But I heard this quote one time, and as I began my business and was developing my business, a lot of times there is so much out there. There's so much social media, videos, podcasts, books. Right. And as you're growing, you you have like a hunger to learn and you want to learn, Mm -hmm. but it can become so overwhelming at some point that it can make you start to doubt yourself. Right. It can make you start to doubt your own abilities. You can think, oh, I'm not as far as they are or they're doing it way better than me. But Carrie has a quote or, or she said one time and I wrote it down. I put it on a sticky note and I have it where I can see it on my desk every day. <laughs> but it says, be you. Put your blinders on and run your own race. I love that. Wow. I do. Oh my gosh. That's a great one. Yep. It's it's so easy to get distracted or discouraged or lose focus by watching too much of what everybody else is doing. And so when I get that way, I kind of have to like pull back and say, Tammy, be you. Put your blinders on and run your own race. Absolutely. You know, I, th- I was sharing this with one of our past uh, previous guests. Is right. that you know one of the biggest things that I've noticed for myself as an entrepreneur and for others, you know, other entrepreneurs, that distractions. It is the biggest. It's the hardest and the biggest challenge that we have in business is, is. is being distracted. So if you can find a way to limit those distractions and minimize them, you'll be successful. Yes. And I know for me, um, one thing that I've done that has helped me so much is I literally print out my one big goal every month and I put it front and center. And then what I, I, I kind of break down and plan my month in advance. And that one big goal is in front of me. So when I get extra time or when things move around, something gets canceled, that's what I go back to because I, I was like that too. I felt like I would have these ideas, you mm-hmm. know, I have this product I want to create or I want to fix my website or I want to in, in it. I feel like I have moved forward so much better and in, in, in such a more focused way mm-hmm. and accomplish so much more just by implementing that one simple thing. That is great. And I have to say, I'm going to steal that from you. You go right ahead. <laughs> I'm doing it, it as of today. <laughs> it works. I, it really does. I'm already looking up at my wall like, okay, I see where that's going to go. <laughs> yeah. Yep. What's my one big goal for the month? I love that. Fantastic. Well, Tammy, you know, here at the Success Talker Show, our goal is to bring on amazing guests like yourself. You know, the reason we do that is because obviously you've had successes and you're still having success, but we know the road to success is not a smooth one. So no, it's not. Take us to a time on that road, on your road, that you hit, say, a huge bump in the road or where you experienced a possible failure. Then share with us how you overcame it. Okay. Uh, One of my, I think a lot of business owners, when they start out, they head in a direction. They're trying to figure out who they are, who they want to be, what they want to do. And they head out in a direction. And one of the biggest mistakes I made when I started out was heading in a direction that everybody told me I was good at, which was as an organization specialist. Okay. I can organize with my eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> I can. I mean, I, it's one of, one of my giftings is being an arranger. Mm-hmm. Um, but who I truly, truly, truly am inside is a bigger picture developer. Okay. 
Um, somebody who figures out how things work, kind of breaks it down, builds it back up stronger, builds the next layer, builds the next layer and the next layer. And what I found out when I put myself out there as an organization specialist, I realized that was translating to people, please come and clean up my mess in my office or my attic. <laughs> <laughs> And although that is has a time and a place that I can do that, I, I started thinking, I don't think I really want to do this. <laughs> and so I basically halted my business for about two months. Mm -hmm. And one of the best things I did to really turn it all around is I took an entire day and I actually did this in my bedroom because it has the biggest clear, clean wall. Mm -hmm. And what I did is I got two women to come over and spend the day with me who had worked for me okay. and had known me for several years. And what we did is we got, I got this huge thing of sticky notes there. They make these sticky notes or, that are like these really huge squares. Mm -hmm. I've seen and them. I, yeah. I put those out on my wall. Okay. And what I did is I started to break down like who I really was, what my strengths were, who I wanted to be. And then I chose one of my former clients who was one of my favorite clients to work with. And I used her as my model. So when I thought about who do I want to uh, speak to, mm -hmm. who do I want to work with one-on-one, -on -one, I used her and her name's Annie, but I used Annie as my model. Mm -hmm. Who is she? What is her age range? What is her demographic? What is her salary range? Okay. What are her biggest pain points? How can I help? And when I mapped all of that out, it redirected me um, in, into where we are today with the female idea tank. And I could sit and work on the female idea tank in the female idea with women connected to the female idea tank 24 seven and be completely happy and satisfied. So I know that that is the right path for me. I love that. I love that story. And, and I truly love the female idea tank. I've had a chance to, to kind of peruse your site and, and uh, your social platforms. And, and I love, I'm fascinated. Thank with, you. With, with so what you've much. accomplished and what you're doing. Thank you. No, you're so welcome. So would you say that that was, say, your aha moment, you know, when that happened? Or can you share with us maybe that day that everything changed and, you know, you're back on that smooth road to success and you had that aha moment? Is, yeah. Is that, okay. My my aha moment was definitely that day um, because if you feel like you're heading in the wrong direction, um, sometimes you can feel that way when you're doing something you should be doing and it's momentary or you feel stuck or you feel discouraged and that goes away. But for me, when I was working in the other focus, like the organization focus, I just truly did not feel alive. I was not inspired. I kind of dreaded the projects I was doing. Mm -hmm. And so my biggest aha moment was like, if you clear everything out, take the time to stop everything you're doing and devote one whole day to restructuring it's worth it because it kind of gave me um i think like the format mm -hmm. to change my direction and change my course so i think you have to do that if you feel like you are just kind of dying a little bit inside every day doing something 
that may just really be God's way to say, you know, you you headed in this direction. It's okay that you headed in this direction, but maybe it's not my my perfect will for you. Right, right. And sometimes you just need to regroup. And exactly. And, and I say this sometimes to you know to our our you know people that I coach as well. And I'll tell them that sometimes you you have to slow down in order to speed up. Yes. You know, you just you have to do it, and it's okay. <laughs> and it's amazing how when you do that. It just changes every everything changes your whole new your, you have a new perspective and then it seems like you start moving faster towards your goal. It does and, and you know I know that you and I talked before about how you like had an amazing weekend of kind of reorganizing your office and cleaning mm-hmm. things up. Sometimes it can feel like those things are not important. Right. Or like you know, I, I can't slow down and do this because I need to be doing these other highly productive things. Mm-hmm. But sometimes for me, just regrouping in an area, you it's almost like you take that open loop out of your mind that, oh man, I need to organize my receipts. I need to organize my receipts. I need to organize my, if you just slow down maybe one day or a couple hours or something yes. just to regroup. Yes. I love, I love that. And I have to steal your quote to slow down <laughs> in order to speed up. Yes. I love that. Please do. I love it. Slow down. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's so true. It's so true because, you know, like I said, this weekend I did take some time since it was a rainy weekend, you know, to to really just kind of say, you know what, let me just redo my kind of clean up my office a little bit. I moved some things around and just and move my desk even and just just moving my desk from one corner to another corner. You know, it made a difference and it just gave me a different feeling. So it's all about your environment, you know. Uh, when you're working so that it makes a big big difference because it helps you with your you know with clarity well and I'm big on my environment too because um, you know in my past jobs I've worked at some places where maybe I was in a cubicle or you know a place that just wasn't that inspiring so here I I have home office Mm -hmm. and from the very beginning my home my office for my business is for my business. When I'm in here, that's business. If I'm doing something for my personal finances or things like that, I go to another computer in another part of the house. And, you know, I make sure that I have things around me that are cheerful and happy and inspiring. Um, Because if I'm going to work here, which a lot of entrepreneurs, we work in our home offices and a lot of times we're alone. Mm -hmm. I think it's so important to at least have an environment that you feel good about going to so that you're like inspired when you're working. Absolutely. Makes such a huge, huge difference. Exactly. Why not? Oh yeah, most definitely. Wow. You're getting me excited. (laughs) Go ahead. I'm inspired. Well, I'm always inspired. And I love talking to people like you because I get even more inspired. I do too. I do too. It just, when I, when we talk and share ideas, I mean, that is something great in business with, with fellow entrepreneurs that I meet. It's like the excitement between us is contagious. Well, you know, it's like what the Bible says, iron sharpens iron. Absolutely. It is so, so true. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, because I know that you are a success stalker too, Tammy, tell us what new projects are you working on right now that's got you excited in your business? Well, the biggest project that I'm working on is a goal setting project that I'll be releasing in January. Okay. Um, It's going to be a goal setting challenge that is very practical and very easy to follow. The, The problem I've seen over the years with trying to set goals and, and people that I work with, 
I tell them if it's complicated, you won't do it. Hmm. Um, true. It is true. I mean, I think about how many times we all have had these great intentions of taking over the world by next Tuesday. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we sit down and it becomes a 12-headed monster. Right. And then at the end, we don't do anything. We don't do a thing. No. And so for me, it's it has to be simple. And teams I've worked with, teams that have worked with me, people I've worked with, my, one of the biggest things that I do is look through, clear the clutter, and try to trim things down to very doable formats. Um, because what is the things that are implemented that are easy to do are things that you will follow. If it's hard and if it's too complicated, you generally won't keep up with it on a consistent basis. Mm, that's true. So that's what I'm working on, breaking down the steps, things I've done for 10 plus years that have pushed me forward and launching in January, uh, a new goal setting challenge. That's so. phenomenal. Well, we'll have to bring you back on the show. So um, yeah. yeah, definitely. I, I love that. I'm very interested in, in learning more about it as well. We, awesome. can all, we can all use some help in that area. Oh, exactly. So I, I hope to be able to help. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Tammy, this is my favorite part of the interview. Let's drop some success bombs. You ready to do that? <laughs> All right. Well, what's the one thing that you would say that held you back from becoming an entrepreneur before you started? Fear. It's always a big one. Fear is fear can be such a crippling, paralyzing thing. And a lot of times we're afraid and when we actually step out and do something, the biggest thing we learn is it wasn't as bad as we had imagined in our minds. That's true. That is so true. <laughs> it is. Uh, I, I look back now at the things that I have been afraid of in life that I pushed past and did anyway. And I remember so many times getting to the other side and thinking, that was not a big deal at all. It's almost like you work it up way more in your mind. It becomes a lot bigger than it actually is. Oh, yeah. You're preaching to the choir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of entrepreneurs feel that way, too, because, you know, we're always having to learn new technology or work with bookkeeping or some kind of graphic design tool or people. And there's so much uncharted territory for us that you just have to, like, put your head down and go for it and move forward, even if you are afraid. Right. And it can be so daunting, you know, for entrepreneurs. And that's one of the reasons, Tammy, why I decided to start this show was because, you know, really, I did it because I needed it. I, I, needed, it. I needed to connect with people like yourself so that I can be inspired and, and, and be able to charter through those waters of, you know, all those things that we have to go through as, as an entrepreneur. So that's, that's really, you just said it in a nutshell. I, I totally agree. I think I think we're in the same, like you said, preaching to the choir. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us, what's a personal habit that you have that's helped you to be successful? Something maybe that you do every day? The biggest thing that I do, I have often been called a flexible planner. Mm. I think that you have to be the kind of person that can sit down and make a plan. Um, if you're always in the dreaming stage, you will never get to the doing stage. And so I also think that when you're planning and making your plans, you have to allow yourself the freedom to be flexible because things happen. And if you're sticking to a, an extremely rigid schedule and things move or shift in your life that are out of your control, you'll get stressed out. That's true. So being a flexible planner, um, allows me to sit down, stay disciplined and stay highly focused. My husband 
he actually works um, during the nights. And so um, that makes me, um, that was, I guess, my motivation for being flexible. I map out my month. I map out the things that I need to do. But if I need to shift something from one day to another day, it doesn't rock my world. Right. Where at the beginning it did, I was trying to stay on a really rigid schedule. And, you know, um, now if he's up in the mornings, I am able to have time with him in the mornings. I just move something to later in the day. Or, you know, if my schedule changes, if somebody needs to meet with me or I have something that happens with my family or people who are close to me, I just shift my days around. And I always have my plan for the month where I can see the things I need to be working on to move forward. But being a flexible planner is probably one of the best habits or, or traits that helps me in my business. I love that. I love and that's tweetable. Oh, <laughs> we gotta tweet that out today. Awesome. <laughs> Especially what was it you said? If you're if you stay in the dreaming stage, you'll never get to the doings. Exactly. That and, and is so true. I actually said um, in my previous job, I was a resource development director at Habitat for Humanity, which means I was the fundraiser. Mm-hmm. And I often told my team that um, there are a lot of dreamers who can't do. And there are a lot of doers who can't dream. When you find the best mix, it's somebody who can be a dreamer and a doer. And a doer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so sit down sometimes and let your imagination wander. Let your dreams get bigger and bigger and bigger. But then, then take days and say, today I'm going to be a doer. Love it. Wow, Tammy, that's that's so powerful. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. That's truly a success bomb right there. <laughs> that's a good success bomb. Oh, yeah. What's your favorite business tool or app that you currently use to grow your business? Well, my favorite business tools are, are probably social media. Um, I think social media opens you up to a world that you would never connect to otherwise. Oh, yeah, definitely. I really do. I mean, I I meet people and and talk with people who are all across the world. That's how we met. If we didn't have social media, I mean, I can even think back to when we didn't have social media and how my world was a lot smaller. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, to to meet somebody in Africa, I had to actually go to South Africa, (laughs) which I was able to do in 2001. But now I can talk to somebody over there via Skype, via social media, Messenger, you know. And so I just love the possibilities that social media opens up for business. It is so amazing. So it's my favorite tool as well. I, yeah. I totally agree. Yeah, totally agree. Well, what's the best business advice you know you've ever received, and who gave it to you? I had an amazing boss when I was fresh out of college, and um, he said to me as I was trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life, and I think the million dollar question that that young people who are graduating college always get is, you know, where are you going to work? What are you going to (laughs) do? And at, you know, your early twenties, you're not supposed to have to know what you're going to do with your whole entire life. I mean, some people do. Right. I was, I was so stressed out about that question and, and almost felt, I guess, like a failure because Mm -hmm. I didn't know the answer to the question. And it was a boss that I have. His name was Dr. Robert Heron. And he looked at me and he said, Tammy, be more concerned about who you become than what you do. Wow. And that was the best advice because I have always worked on developing my character. 
um, being honest, doing mm-hmm. what I say I'll do, following through, um, being a good person. And I'm telling you what is I've gone through life and I've been in some good work situations and I've been in some other work situations where maybe the leader wasn't ethical or maybe they even did things, you know, that were really, really wrong. The fact that I worked on my character has sustained me because your reputation really does follow you. It does. And you may not know it, what you do today. You may think, oh, that's not connected to anything. But five years from now, the people you know may meet the people you're meeting five years from now. And everything always comes full circle. That's so true. That's so true. But the beautiful thing I love about that is even with that, you know, if, you know, I think everyone should take inventory of things that even from the past sometimes, and if you do have an opportunity to try to correct some things, you know, you should at least make that to strive to do that, you know, because you're right. It is, it does come full circle. I do too. And you know, life is not perfect and we're not perfect. Lord knows I've made plenty of mistakes in my life, but I do know, you know, I, I've, I've often, coached young people in reminded them that one good decision compounded with another good decision and another good decision and another good decision will keep you moving forward so much better than if you make a good decision, make a horrible decision, then you have to backtrack, clean it up, and then you get to move forward again. You know, and and I mean, I've had situations in my life where I've made mistakes or done wrong things, and it sure does eat at precious, valuable time. It does. It really, really does. Hopefully, as I get older, I don't make so many crazy mistakes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we we live and we learn, you know. Exactly. This is good stuff. Thank you so much, Tammy. Well, what two two books would you recommend to our listeners? Um, If you're starting an online business, there is an amazing book called Book Yourself Solid by Michael Port. And it is a step-by-step workbook that he even got an illustrator to work with him. And there are like really easy to follow um, instructions, pictures, but it will walk you through step one to step 10 for starting a business. Mm-hmm. It is one of the best books. It's a workbook, it's easy to follow. He helps you think to kind of like narrow down your message, uh, find your ideal client, um, figure out who you wanna target. It's really good. Um, and the second book I would recommend is Strengths Finder 2.0 by Tom Rath. Okay. Because when I've worked, when I've had teams of people who worked for me, that's one of the first things that I did was make them uh, take the Strengths Finder 2.0. It's like an online test you can take. Because I really feel like if you don't know what your greatest strengths are, it's difficult to really tap into your God-given talents. Right. That's true. And I always wanted to know the strengths of the people I was working with so that I could push them and guide them toward and develop, even develop their position and their job into as much of what tapped into their strengths as I could. And what happens from that is the more I got to know what made my people tick and then help them understand each other, we would have teams that would just fire on all cylinders. Oh, I'm telling you most definitely. Yeah. Like if, if for instance, StrengthsFinder 2.0, there's a strength called woo, which means win, win others over. Mm 
Mm. And one of the girls on my team had that. And she had a couple of other strengths uh, that had to do with public speaking. And, and so what I did is I put her in charge of doing tours um, at Habitat. And what we did is we developed a, a system where people would come and look at our homes, meet a family, and then do she would do like a little 15-minute talk. And she was amazing at it. And she wow. was live. Um, it was right up her alley. And from that, you know, she ended up doing commercials for Toyota of Cleveland. Okay. And, you know, so I love I'm, that. I'm a big believer in figuring out what people's strengths are. And that's what started me on my own journey as well. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was in my former work, I, I just sensed that there was a change coming. And I, I didn't know really what God was doing. I was trying to figure out in one of the one of the best things I did is I bought myself a, a book that just had blank pages. And I call it, I actually call it my Tammy book now. <laughs> <laughs> and what I did is I took every um, strengths finder test I had ever taken. I took any leadership test assessment I had ever taken. Okay. And I basically wrote out in this book what all of my strengths were. And it, it led me to where I am today. Wow, Tammy. So I think everybody needs a, you need an Iona book. Yes, I, I am going to start mine. That you is do. phenomenal. And in that book too, and what I did in it, I actually went and bought markers. And I make it a, I sit down and I started out like trying to pull back to like, who was I when I was a little girl? Hmm. And I thought, I'm going to get... I'm going to get markers and and it's a really pretty book. I mean, I, I just, I, I draw in it. If I feel like, like there was a time when God was kind of dealing with me about truth. And what I did is I have a whole page devoted to truth where I looked up scriptures about truth. I looked up definition. I, and so it's, I can look back on that and I can see, you know, kind of how God was working with me. Wow. So it, it becomes a neat little, I'm not necessarily a journaler, mm-hmm. um, but it's more of like a way for me to see when, when God's dealing with me on something, when he's helping me grow in an area, I put my business ideas in it. I love that, Tammy. That so is, yeah. that is awesome. I really do love that. Well, well, I'm, I'm going to start that immediately. I love that. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm a little blown away by that. That's pretty cool. (laughs) You know, and someone actually mentioned to me yesterday, gave me another great idea, is that you should interview yourself. Ooh. And I said, wow. So you can see you're like when you're older, you know, or as the show grows, you can see where you were. That that would be really cool. So I'm going to interview myself. That would be really (laughs) cool. Well, and even in my, even in my little book, um, if somebody sends me a really heartfelt, uh, encouraging text or an email that just really means something to me, I actually print those things off and put them in my book. I put I put little things like that in there, too. So, yeah. Ooh, that's good stuff. So I tell you, you are dropping some real success bombs on us oh, today. Awesome. <laughs> well, my last question, Tammy, let's pretend for just a moment that you lost it all and you woke up tomorrow morning to a whole new beginning let's say your food is taken care of and you've been blessed to have it taken care of and your shelter is even taken care of so you don't have to worry about those two things okay okay and you have just one week 
to start up your business again, what are the first three things that you would do to relaunch your business? Well, first of all, I would try not to panic because, <laughs> you know, if that happened to any of us, we would probably have a full on meltdown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we would be like, no. Um, right. And after I did that, then the, the three things I would do is I would immediately try to start to develop a social media presence. Um, it's easy to start doing that. Mm -hmm. It can connect you to other people. Um, and I just think it, it can help build an audience. And one of the, one of the next things I would do is something I wish somebody had told me when I started my business, how important it is to begin building your list. Yes. Um, because when you start your business, you put your energies out into things because you kind of, you're kind of trying to figure it out as you go, you know, even though you're reading, studying, trying to learn, um, but you're having your own list allows you to have freedom to, I guess, have a, a direct connection with people that are interested in you enough to sign up for your list. Right. And if Facebook changes their algorithms again, if Instagram or Twitter or Pinterest or YouTube change something, you are at the mercy of those social platforms. That's so true. And I've heard people, you know, with huge platforms who put a lot of money into building those platforms um, say that it's a mistake not to direct people back to signing up for your list, for your blog, for your newsletter. Um, so that's the second thing I would do. And then the third thing I would do is I would get to work as quick as I could on developing my infrastructure because until you have your a website or your social media or kind of an idea of what you're doing, mm -hmm. you don't have the confidence to put yourself out there. You know, because... Your website is basically, I've heard, I heard somebody say that it's like your 24 seven storefront. Mm -hmm. It and, is. You know, people will go there to check you out. I do it all the time. Mm -hmm. If I want to know about somebody, I go look at their website. I look at their social media. And so it takes time to develop infrastructure. Right. But the, the more you can get settled, the, the better you'll feel about putting yourself out there. That's, it'll give you more confidence. Definitely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Tammy. Tammy, you know, hearing your journey today has truly been inspiring. And let's end with this. If you can give our listeners one piece of guidance and advice and then share the best way they can find you and then we'll say goodbye. Okay. The best piece of advice that I can share with you is to not compare yourself to others. If you, it's okay to look around. It's okay to dream, you know, see what other people are doing, look for inspiration, but you have to shut it down when you start to compare yourself to others because what you'll do is you'll get discouraged. You'll think you aren't enough. You'll think your talents aren't enough. Your skills aren't enough. And what you have is enough for the right people. I love it. Thank you. That so is don't compare yourself advice. to others. And if you want to look, uh, look for me, I actually speak and I blog and I work with clients one-on-one. -on -one. Um, you can find me at femaleideatank.com. I'd love to have you stop by and visit and sign up uh, to get some weekly inspiration and business tips if you'd like. 
Wonderful, wonderful. Well, Tammy, I know our listeners have gotten some great takeaways from you and some great nuggets from me today. I know I certainly have myself. And everything that we've been chatting about today, all the links you mentioned, uh, we'll make sure that we add that to the show notes page. It'll be uh, successstalkersradio.com slash Tammy Johnson. And uh, we just thank you again for being so generous and transparent with your journey today, Tammy. Absolutely. It's been my pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thank you so much. And and we'll definitely have to bring you back. Oh, I'd love to come back. Absolutely. And for everyone out there tuning in today, we thank you for tuning in because we are Inspiring Radio for Aspiring Entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Iona Garrett. And until our next episode, remember to keep stalking success. Well, that'll do it for another episode of Success Stalkers Radio. If you'd like to hear more from these inspiring entrepreneurs and entertainers, be sure to subscribe to the Success Stalkers Radio podcast on iTunes. And if you found value in this episode, give us a review, hopefully five stars. You may also visit us at successstalkers.com. Leave us a comment. We love to hear from you.